Can you believe we are at episode 80 of Wall of Sound up against the wall already? And uh, on today's episode, I'm going to be having a chat to Dylan from the band Gravemind. Now, these boys are no strangers to the podcast. We've caught up with them before at uh, Big Sound and Unify Gathering earlier on this year. But this chat is all about them and their forthcoming album Conduit. That comes out on July 19 and we're going to talk all about it and how this band have uh, got as far as they have because of you, the fans that support them and help them out along the way, which they are really appreciative of and we'll talk all about that, plus some of their hard-hitting songs that they've released so far as singles from the album. I'm also going to check out the brand new single for Carnifex. That one came out over the weekend from their forthcoming album of the same name. All those details coming out a little bit later on. And I'm going to let you know who is touring the country very soon as well. But right now, let's kick it off. I didn't get a chance to play this in the last episode, but I'm glad to get it on for you right now. Brand new corn from their forthcoming album, The Nothing. This is You'll Never Find Me on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
What's up, good people? This is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch Engage, and you're listening to Wall of Sounds up against the wall.
Another new song I haven't had the chance to play until now. The brand new one for Kill Switch Engage. It's called Unleashed on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall, coming from their forthcoming album Atonement, which is out on August 16. And in a couple of weeks' time, I'm going to sit down one-on-one with the man and legend that is Adam D, talking all about the album itself, what fans can expect, and everything you need to know about that Howard Jones collaboration the band have got. Uh, I've luckily just heard a copy of this song and have to say, gonna be hands down one of the best songs released in 2019. Now for those not in the know, Howard Jones, the former frontman, left the band and formed his new one called Devil You Know. However, there are a few issues with the title, so they've had to change the name of the band to Light the Torch. And for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while, you would know that when I had Jesse Leach on, he spoke all about their uh, relationship and how they've become the best of mates, so much so that they wanted to include Howard on this new song. We totally hit it off within, you know, 10, 15 minutes and realized how much we had in common. So after that night, there was a physical shift, you know, uh, I think we all felt it and we're all very grateful for it. And thankfully since then, uh, you know, we text each other once every couple of weeks here and there. We're really good friends and he sings on the new record and we had him come out and sing with us in London. So it's, so it's like, you know, we were able to move on from that awkward sort of thing that happens when bands lose a member or you know, we just decided we weren't going to be that band. So, there's no more bad blood between Killswitch Engage and their former frontman, and there shouldn't be any more bad blood between the fans either. Until that point, I can guarantee this new song they do together called The Signal Fire is going to blow your fucking mind. So make sure you pre-order the album and keep an eye out for that one. Hopefully they release it as a single. But right now, let's get on a flashback from Howard Jones's band. This is back when they were known as Devil You Know, and the song is called The Way We Die. On Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Wow, yeah. You stand and be counted
is the brand new single for Can't Effects, the title track of their new album World War X, which will finally hit your ear holes on August 2nd through Nuclear Blast Records. A few weeks back, the band released their first single from the album called No Light Shall Save Us, which featured Alyssa from Arch Enemy. Both songs have resonated well with fans too, so looking forward to see what else they've got on this forthcoming album. Right now though, I want to focus your attention to an Australian band who put out their Spider Love EP not too long ago, and is certainly making waves in Australia's heavy music scene. You've probably seen their name pop up here and there. They're called Blacklist, but they spell it B-L-K-L-S-T. And they've appeared on tours alongside the likes of Boris Blade, Dealer, Pride Lands, and a whole stack more. I can safely say we won't be waiting too much longer for the band to explode. They're already doing some big things here in Australia, especially in the Melbourne scene. So definitely keep your eyes peeled for more. Right now, this is the song they did with Aiden from Dealer. It's called They All Look The Same. On Wall of Sound, Up Against The Wall. They all look the same,
jumped on the gloom in the corner bandwagon yet you are certainly missing out on one of australia's best upcoming heavy acts right now that's their track bleed you out on wall of sound up against the wall right now it's gravy time g'day dylan from Gravemine here you're listening to wall of sound up against the wall The Gravy Boys are gearing up for arguably the biggest moment of their year in 2019. The release of Conduit comes out July 19 on Grayscale Records and here to chat all about it are the Gravy Boys. Uh, Kicking it off right now with frontman Dylan Gillies Parsons. Mate, uh, how stoked are you guys to get this album out already? Oh, we cannot fucking wait. It's been a long time coming. Like, we briefly touched on this at Unify earlier on this year, and, like, the fact that it's so close to getting released right now. Um, are you guys all tingly inside of you just at that point now where you're like, I just want it out already. Fuck, just someone leak it. Yeah, or, look, I'm not going <laughs> to... definitely not going to say I hope someone leaks it. Um, <laughs> excitement levels uh, differentiate between member to member. I think half of us are pretty keen, half of us are in the fucking void. We just need it out. We, it's been so long us sitting on this album making sure everything's you know airtight uh, perfect and we just fucking we just want to get it out and look, that's the thing about you guys which we got to point out you you are perfectionist in your craft but with that said there is a method behind the madness because you guys spend so hard making sure what you're going to release is worthy enough for the public to hear and then when we hear holy shit it's so far advanced compared to what you've done in the past like hearing the first couple of singles from this and then comparing it to lifelike for example it, it just sounds like a completely different era of the band it's it's definitely what it feels like. I think um, when we did Lifelike, it was kind of like a bit of a test of the waters. I mean, initially when Damon went in to write it with Scotty, he, he kind of just said, oh, yes, yeah, it's going to be a song we put out, like no big deal. Um, and I remember rocking up to one of the recording sessions and he just he just looked at me and he, he went, this one's going to need a video, mate. And <laughs> um, <laughs> that was kind of like the test of the waters to kind of see like what we're going to do next, with, whether we could try different things and whether our fan base is going to be okay with us trying different things. And um, once we got the go-ahead, once uh, you know, our fans are pretty happy with us doing pretty much whatever we wanted, the world was our oyster. So, yeah, it has been a step up since then, a big step up, because we've literally just been able to do whatever the, whatever the hell we want, which has been really, really cool. And how are you guys noticing, you know, the, the fan want and need for you guys to release good music? Obviously, you know, every band has fans that are with them from the early beginnings. I mean, we can even give a shout out to Darcy here, who's one of your, your hardcore fans <laughs> and who has even started doing a bit of stuff with us at Wall of Sound because of the fact he loves you guys yeah. so much. Like, do you guys feel that your, your fans are growing with you and you're attracting new fans because of the fact that you're constantly changing? I mean, we've got the, some of the best fucking fans in this little metal industry. We're like, we're really, really fucking lucky. And I know, like, that can sometimes come off as a bit contrived, a bit, like, wanky, but we really do have some of the fucking coolest fans. I mean, 
all of us in the band are kind of we're all part of the metal groups that are on Facebook, and we're all um, pretty close to the scene. We keep a pretty keen ear on everything, and we kind of see everything firsthand with like what all these, what all these like fans are doing and what they're saying and how they're sharing and promoting us. And it's just like that is one of the most um, I don't know mind blowing experiences about doing Gravemind is that we've just got so many amazing people out there wanting really great things for us like you know it's one thing to want <laughs> your own album to do well and your own music to do well but when you've got like a legion of people out there fucking wanting the exact same thing it's just yeah it's something else yeah it's like you know back in the early days of like street teamers who go out and plaster stickers everywhere except nowadays it's like social media warriors who go everywhere <laughs> to try and spruik the name like you can't go in any forum nowadays or anyone asking for like a good heavy band without finding one two or like eight people mentioning grave mine so it's spreading like a virus and it's a, a good kind of virus you want to be infected by yeah yeah absolutely i mean like it's one or two and then or it's eight but if it's one or two, both of those people are Darcy because <laughs> <laughs> every single <laughs> every single fucking post, that guy, he's right there with the uh, he's he's like the fucking flag bearer for this band, man. Like he he does a lot of a lot of legwork, and we're really lucky to have him as the fan and as a mate, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and I guess that's why you had to give him a little cameo in the Volgan video as well. I had to be done. Like it just it just felt right. Like the least we could do for the amount of legwork that that fella has done for us. It was the least we could do. I mean, like, it was pretty much unpaid work, so more slave labor for that poor guy, but yeah, he was pretty stoked. He, he goes out in history. Like, I'm in a uh, Violent Soho video for, like, a split second, like, 0.5 of a second, but it was, like, the greatest experience, like, rubbing shoulders with all the fans that were there to do the same thing, too. So, you know, that's something that, you know, fans who get the opportunity to do this with you guys, and I remember you did the call-out, and I was like, fuck, I really hope some fans jump in on this because this will be, like, a mind-blowing, once-in-a-lifetime experience. Oh, I mean, like, um, if fucking standing around for five hours while you watch cast and crew do the same shot again and again and again while you sit down and wait for sandwiches is a mind-blowing experience, then yeah, sure. But um, <laughs> um, I think when some we, we, we had quite a few people call out to come along to the shoot, but I think when they found out it was like a two-and-a-half-hour driveway, we, um, yeah, we, we whittled that list down quite quickly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a pretty cool day, and I think anyone that was there, like, you know, Darcy, he, he gave us some feedback, and he said it was pretty fucking cool. Just to meet, like, the guys that were on, on set and, like, the kind of professional work that they do, like, obviously Ed Reese and, and Todd Farley, like, those guys are absolute guns. Like, they make some of the best metal music videos. Did I say Ed Reese or Ed Rice? Thanks, Carl. He's going to be very upset if I keep calling the wrong name, but, yeah. They all, the, the people that came down and got to see them first work firsthand, it was great. Obviously, you know, for you boys, uh, getting to make a music video like this, you know, you can make those very simplistic ones which are in a warehouse somewhere, there's some flashing lights, but this was like a full-on fucking story. I mean, and then we're going to get into Phantom Pain in a minute and talk about that one as well, but, like, does it feel legit now? Like, you're in a legit band releasing legit music and doing legit things? Um, If I'm being completely honest, I don't think it feels like much has changed. I mean, like, the... um. The mantra hasn't changed, I guess, um, for a few years now. I mean, like, obviously, we're, we're ramping things up and we're doing things, I guess, a bit more legit and a bit more high production. And it, it, it certainly feels like it's reaching the next level. But um, I think what's keeping us on, on planet Earth is just kind of like, uh, is just kind of keeping in, in, in mind that it kind of came from somewhere humble and it came from somewhere like we just wanted to play shows. We just wanted to, wanted to play our music to people that like to enjoy it and stuff. But I think that that's, that's kind of hasn't changed since the beginning. It is nuts to kind of like consider every now and again like how, how crazy things have gotten and how 
how crazy they continue to get. Yeah. yeah. And look, you're only going up from here as well, especially in regards to, you know, putting out hard-hitting, thought-provoking songs that are going to get people talking. And, I mean, people who aren't necessarily fans of Deathcore can listen to the lyrics to a song like Phantom Pain, for example, and go, holy fuck, you know, this is a song about something that I've been through and, like, the anger and the emotional ride that I went through put into a song form. And then you bring in people that way who, you know, not necessarily might not have heard you guys before this album came out. Yeah, I mean, um, Phantom Pain's definitely doing a lot for us in the sense of it's definitely not what our fans were expecting us to do, but anyone that has kind of come into contact with it and has left feedback, it's been nothing but but, but great things. And I guess it's something that we're not really used to, I guess, post this, like, you know, pre this song. We've um, never had such a, a strong emotional connection to something before so early on. And um, yeah, it is, it, is, it is quite something to see, especially in the comment sections on Reddit and YouTube and all yeah. the rest of it. And like for, for yourself, because obviously this song, it, was it inspired by your own life experiences or was it a communal thing with all the boys chipping in together? Um, definitely the video itself is from one of my own life experiences. Um, the song itself though, like, yeah, um, I'm not the only one in the band with a shit dad, but I'll maybe I'll leave it up to <laughs> one of the other members to tell you if you ask him. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, a very personal trap and it definitely comes from a very real place, some very real experiences, yeah. And that's the one thing I wanted to touch on as well and say we need more realism like this in heavy music because it opens up not just like your own personal lives for fans, like I said before, you know, people can relate to this, but also it proves you guys are just, you know, normal human beings who can just play really, really fast and good instruments on stage and fucking blow our minds completely. But at the end of the day, you've been through some fucked up shit just like the rest of us too. So that's kind of like a way that people can relate and I guess pull you aside at shows and be like, hey man, I feel for you. I went through this same kind of thing yeah well that's like um I, I i don't know if if it was a conscious choice um uh, initially but during the writing of the album especially i think we kind of we took a good hard look at what we've done in the past and we took a good hard look at what was happening in the scene currently and i think uh, from my perspective a lot of a lot of truth and a lot of honesty is, is missing from a lot of metal music and sure i think doing metal that's just you know spectacle and about cool stories and you know, made up fiction things is is fine for a while, but it's been done to death. And I think what we could bring to the table was some um, was something a bit more relatable and something a bit more honest. And I think Life Like gave us the confidence to kind of do that and to kind of branch out and do more personal stories. I think um, for us, this album is like a really big opportunity. Like we've like worked so hard to get to a point where people actually want to hear an album, which is pretty crazy. So we thought to ourselves, we might as well not waste the opportunity. Let's have a look at our lives. Let's have a look at the things that happened, and let's let's filter out what's important to talk about and what is truthful, what is like, what is honest and what is sometimes even hard to deal with. But I think in doing that, you're not wasting the platform you're on oh, by just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like just writing more of the same shit. It's just, it's just something that's real. It's just something that, that struck a chord with us. And now it's striking a chord with others, which is really cool. No, I think you've nailed it right then and there. Like, using your platform for the benefit of mankind and the benefit of good. I mean, there's bands out there whose sole purpose and intention is to write a heavy song with two breakdowns so that you can call for a breakdown and see the crowd go nuts. But, like, when you put depth and you put heart and soul into your lyrics and everything you're putting out there, it makes it that extra whole bit special and, you know, makes it something bigger than what it really is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can, I can agree with that. I mean, there's nothing, nothing wrong with a good pit call. It's always <laughs> fun. Um, but um, I just don't think we're that band, and I don't think we've ever really been that band. So I think 
playing to our strengths and doing what, what feels right to us is the most important thing to do going forward, especially with an album. Excellent. All right, well, let's take a break and get on that song right now. This is Phantom Pain, brand new Grave Mine on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Phantom Pain and Wall of Sound up against the wall from Grave Mind's forthcoming album Conduit. Now, you boys are known for your wacky and uh, really interesting ways to promote albums and put out merch and all that. And the teasing that you guys put for that song there was, I have to say, congratulations, the best promotion I have ever fucking seen a band do <laughs> in my entire decade and a bit of working in the music industry. Well done. Oh, well, thank you. That's fucking, that's that's high praise. Thanks, Brownie. Well, to show those who didn't know what was going on, a few select fans received a package, and in this package was a letter, which was later revealed to be the poetic stop-down that you do in the song, and just photos, including, like, a photo of blood on the floor with uh, wording on the back, or letters on the back, I should say, that spelt out phantom pain when you put it in the right order. It was twisted and and like something that puzzled <laughs> kind of people would really fucking froth over how the fuck did you guys come up with this idea uh i don't know the same way all our stupid ideas come to us like right before bed when we're trying to get to sleep i think it was another one of those ideas where i was just lying in bed just trying to sleep and then it, it kind of came to me i was playing a lot of resident evil 2 at the time <laughs> and <laughs> if i'm being honest and I think, that explains it uh, that's where it comes from i think a lot of our a lot of our uh, kooky ideas I kind of get inspired by video games. I think even in that game, you find photographs and they kind of they kind of point you in directions of hidden ammo or guns. And I think that was where the idea to kind of make a photograph puzzle came from. But yeah, that's 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 more or less where it, that's more or less where it came from. How it was received was another thing entirely. I think um, how I imagined it going down was very different to how it went down. But um, I think some people thought they had a few stalkers in the end. Yeah, because <laughs> you have a look at the forums of people talking about it. They had no idea what was going on. And then obviously, like a few hardcore fans sussed out the track listing, saw the T-shirt that you had at shows and went, oh, hold on, that's Phantom Pain. Oh, that must be the next single, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, <laughs> super super sleuth Darcy, he was on a strong way. We had to kind of like not share his post. And we knew he'd figure it out in like five seconds, but we wanted to have, you know, leave a bit of fun for everyone else to kind of work out what was going on. <laughs> and figure out who the fuck's messaging me and who got my address, that kind of thing. Whose blood is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, more or less. <laughs> Well, it, it was a yeah, it was a great strategy, and it got people talking, obviously, and hyped up the single as well too. And you know, going back to what you were saying before, you boys are massive video game fans. Obviously, you take a lot of inspiration from the Metal Gear Solid series, and you know, for especially uh, Volgan and Phantom Pain. Mm. So, my next question, I wanted to steer away, obviously, from the album and talk more about that, and you know, find out were you guys any good at that game? Oh, um, Damon and I did alright at it. I think. How far did we make it through Phantom Pain? Did you finish it? Damon got halfway. I got halfway as well, if I'm being completely honest as well. I think like that game is a very long game, but it's a game that I kind of keep returning to. I'll reinstall it and keep going, but yeah. there's, um, there's just so much to fucking do in that game. But we're, we're all right at it. I love using the fucking uh, little balloon. <laughs> Like stealing all the people. The thing for me with that game was I, I tried to get into it, but I can't be a stealthy motherfucker at all. Like, I'm the kind of person to run into uh -huh. a room and just shoot everyone up. And I had a flatmate, Kelv, who would literally run through playing the game. And if he would die, he'd turn the PlayStation off and turn it back on and start again, <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, he wanted yep. to 100% the game without any mistakes or anything like that. He was that dedicated. Would you say you guys are as dedicated to the cause as him? Um, we play in a fucking band. We haven't got time to be that. <laughs> I mean, I wish, I wish we did, but um, we just don't have the time. I mean, 
we, we, what's what's sad about being in a band is you get less time to play video games, which is the ultimate tragedy. Yeah, I think so. But the best thing about that is you get more time to play shows. And hopefully we've got some more shows with you guys coming up soon. The new album, Conduit, it gets released July 19 through Grayscale Records. Legendary Gravemind, thank you so much for the chat, boys. Oh, our pleasure, man. Thanks very much. <laughs> This is Sam. And Dan. And we're in the band Architects, and this is Wall of Sound up against the wall. 
Wall of Sound, up against the wall with Brownie.
I wrestled a bear once with green eyes on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Sadly, we're not going to see them touring Australia anytime soon, but a whole stack of tours got announced this week that you should be frothing over. La Dispute announced a 15-date Australian tour across the country in September, and they're also going to be hitting up some regional shows as well in Geelong, Frankston, Sunshine, and Gold Coast as well. Dallas Green, aka City in Colour, will be playing one exclusive show to wrap up Brisbane Festival in September. That one's happening on September 28 at River Stage, and you can get your tickets through brisbanefestival.com.au. But the big one from this morning, Cancer Bats are making their return down under in October. Now this tour is in support of their surprise album they released last year, The Spark That Moves. And they're also going to be joined by Totally Unicorn, who released their album Sorry earlier on this year, much to the approval of fans and critics alike. That one kicks off in Brisbane at Crowbar on October 10th and makes its way all across the country except for Perth. Sorry, Perth. Get your tickets for that one through Destroy or Lines, but right now, let's get on a flashback from the band. This is Hail Destroyer by Cancer Bats on Wall of Sound, up against the wall.
up, everybody? This is Caleb from Bear Tooth. You're listening to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. by Beartooth on Wall of Sound up against the wall and they kick off their Australian headline shows this week. Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane and Sydney will all cop a look at the band and their new album Disease. So far Melbourne and Brisbane have sold out and uh, we really need you to get behind this one as well Adelaide and Sydney. Get your tickets because you do not want to miss out on what this band have to offer. This will be the very first time they play sets longer than 25 to 30 minutes and they're going to play a whole stack of stuff from their back catalogue. So if you've got into the band or you're almost there, I highly recommend you will fall for them and be a massive frothing fanboy like I am afterwards. Another band that also kick off their headline shows this week is Thy Art Is Murder. And next week on the show, I'm going to be joined by guitarist Andy Marsh to talk all about their brand new album, Human Traffic. The band are not one to shy away from controversy and we'll talk all about it as well, plus how they keep finding people to fill in for them whenever a member can't make a tour or anything along the lines of that. They always seem to have someone in the uh, shadows waiting to jump in. So we'll talk all about that and more. But to get you ready for it, I'm going to get on their brand new song, which is already causing headlines across the globe. This is Make America Hate Again. Brand new Thy Art Is Murder. On Wall of Sound, up against the wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you next week. 